0: And we are not really live because we're recording this pre, but we're testing out this uh, new location where I'm actually recording my Mm -hmm. podcast, which is uh, in the office. Now, I have recorded my podcast here before in the past, but not on this medium, which I am on Anchor, which uh, I'm also on Spotify, iTunes and all other places where you can listen to a podcast. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is John Henry Soto this is Soto in trouble. And today's trouble is going to be on basically on finding your true voice, being yourself and, uh, finding the, uh, the energy inside of you to actually communicate what you want to communicate without fear of being attacked, which is something that's been happening a lot in, um, recent few years. I think it probably started when a certain gentleman became president of the United States. It, uh, Made it seem it seemed okay to just start um, attacking someone for their opinion, for their viewpoint. Now, of course, that's been going on since the beginning of time. If you are into history and you want to listen or you want to read a very interesting biography, there is an interesting biography with John Adams. And he talked about running against um, Jackson. And uh, it, it was an incredible, incredible time what was going on back then. It was uh, completely as crazy as you would think. And some of the things that were done and said were just, you know, it was a different time, obviously. You had only the written word. You had newspapers. Um, you had gatherings. They would have um, political gatherings. They would have the soapbox where people would get up on a soapbox and actually discuss their political views. Um, and it was a crazy time back then. Now we have a different medium. The medium now is this, Uh, technology that we have here which um, I enjoy and I take full advantage of to get my message out and today's uh, uh, message is about really being yourself and finding messages that you want to communicate out into the world and not having the fear so for me this is what I've uh, encountered in the last uh, by the way I just want to point out that my uh, good friend Frank Maglio is in the room and he has been uh, here today. We're actually in the office in the Castanzo office, so we're going to be uh, doing our podcast from here. So I want to welcome Mr. Frank Maglio, and he can of course chime in anytime he has something to say. Um, and I will just continue. So, as some of you know, I have the Ten Actions for Success that I wrote in 2013, and I've been actually putting that out there um consistently i've utilized most of the um these 10 things and i said they're 10 because you know 10 is such a weird number to come up with because you know we have everything is 10 right the top 10 the 10 best dressed the the 10 commandments the 10 this the 10 that everything is is 10 i wrote 10 and it could have been more it could have been less but i think these 10 serve me well and i've been utilizing them uh for the last uh five years, actually, and they've been really working for me. And be true, really, the the main uh, thing that I actually uh, have here, number two on my list is don't hate anyone for being successful, even if the work isn't your cup of tea. And that for me is I use that and I utilize it also for someone's opinion, where what their political views are, what their favorite sports team is, what their religion is. It all falls into into uh, allowing people to be who they are, acknowledging them, and really looking deep into what it is that they're communicating. Because I think what hap- what's happening now in current society is that people have their certain views, they have their opinions, and then immediately someone will throw out a soundbite that they heard on the on uh, on CNN or on Fox or wherever wherever you get your news from and they throw it out there because that's their soundbite that's what they that's, the, that's what they communicate they don't have anything to back it up they don't have any facts they don't have any numbers they don't have anything really they just have a soundbite that they heard someone say and it really does not help anything because it's it's thrown out there with hatred it's not thrown out there with an education If you want to educate someone, put something out, put some statistics out, you know, so that that to me is really a big, big factor of what today's episode is about, because to be yourself, you know, it it takes not just saying I want to just say this, but it takes backing it up with some type of education. You know, you want to be yourself. I want to say right now that I think uh, uh, the blues music is the greatest music ever made. Now, someone that likes rock and roll, someone that thinks that uh, hip hop, someone that thinks country music, pop music, whatever you want to say is the greatest of all time. That's their argument, you know, and I'll back it up because I have years and years of studying the history of the blues and, and where it came from and why all music that you listen to today is based in the, in the blues, all of it. Your Lady Gaga's, your Justin Timberlakes, your Justin Bieber's. All of it is on that scale that was created in the blues. So I'm coming with an opinion and I'm coming backing it up with some type of of uh, of actual science and education behind it. Science meaning music is a science, right? Music is is a it's almost like math. Musical notations are mathematical uh sounds, sound waves. So I'll come with, with that. And with politics, it's the same kind of thing. Politics, you want to come in with something that backs up what you're saying. If you throw a soundbite out on one of my posts that I put on Facebook, I'm not going to respond to you because you're an empty. You're an empty shell. You don't mean anything to me. And I, I can Google this your soundbite and it'll be as worthless coming up on Google as it is coming out from your fingers, typing it onto my post. Give me something substantial. Give me something that's going to make me think, okay? Don't be giving me no soundbite. If you give me a soundbite and I don't even like it and I don't even comment on it, it's because I think it's worthless and I think your comment is worthless because it's not coming with anything that has any validity to it. All right. Let me take a deep breath here for a second. Frank, you got yeah, something? On, that's, you got that's
1: something? a good point. If um, if somebody has something worth saying, it... uh. uh on, you
0: can go
1: it's noted that it should be said and and if it's a good point you know i personally would acknowledge it because uh i do too because uh i love good points but like john was saying i don't like things that n- make no sense or or clearly are untrue and of course everybody has their own opinion you know everybody looks at things differently
0: yeah and opinions also are are based on their, what they've been educated on, right? Because that's what an opinion is, right? Is my opinion is this thing that I learned back here gave me this opinion. It it wasn't, it wasn't because I went in and I dove into something that will give you another opinion. So rather than just saying my opinion is because of what I read or what I saw, how about saying my opinion is because of this facts that I've actually researched because of this information that I have on them, the, here are the numbers, here are the statistics, here is an article, here is a video, you know? And that's that's actually, to me, more va- valuable.
1: Yeah, I agree. Your opinion can be based on someone else's opinion. Your your opinion, I mean, it can be if, you know, if that's what you're doing and nobody's going to respond. Nobody intelligible anyway. Your opinion should be based on facts, at least some research, not just uh, somebody else's opinion which I've been seeing a lot of that
0: going on, yeah, and I think fear uh, really goes into um goes into it a lot, you know, I think sound bites are safe, you know, you can throw out a sound bite, I mean, I don't know, give me a sound bite that people throw out, Frank, give me something okay, okay. give me one, give me something that people would just spit out there because they've heard everybody say it
1: as far as you mean as, as as far as, as anything as far as you can politics. go you can
0: go into politics, you can go into sports, you can go in like like uh, I'll give you a sports one, just to, to, just to start off uh, with sports, like the Dallas Cowboys, right? America's team. Get the fuck out of here, America's team. Where did that come from? That was in the seventies because they were, you know, Roger Staubach and they had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and they were, you know, they they were very popular. Suddenly, they became America's team. Well, that was a that's a soundbite, so people would just say things like, "Well, that, you know, America's team." You Am know?
1: I, I might have heard something about that recently that they're like one of the only teams that didn't take a knee during the National Anthem. So I'm not sure. If well, no, was... America's
0: team, they were called that years for years. Oh, okay. Now they're actually yeah. Yeah, because I don't pay they... I attention to football. Yeah, they... they now it's... <laughs> that was like what they were called for years, you know, and... and um, You know, the Iron Curtain, right? The, the, the Steelers. Well, that makes sense. They had an Iron Curtain. <laughs> People couldn't get through that damn thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like... The, but the America's team the, is a soundbite that somebody created and they put it out there. And, and now that's a very light thing, you know, in politics, we'll have people say, um, you know, what was it? Somebody said recently, I heard somebody say white privilege, right? White privilege. You know, it seems like, I don't well, What does that mean? Give, give me something about that. What do you mean white privilege? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. You know, my skin uh, is white sometimes is. except in July and August, but my skin is white from November to March. Oh, I know. got a
1: soundbite that somebody uh, just said to me recently. They didn't say it to me. They said it in an open setting where I was there and um, about Trump. This was a soundbite. Trump said he's going to send all blacks back to Africa.
0: <laughs> wow. And I never he, heard that soundbite.
1: And I didn't hear that, especially, in, and, and I didn't believe it because... I mean, well, he may have said it, but I, I've never heard it. But it can't happen because uh so many blacks are born here. They're Americans. You know, right. are you talking about Africans or this or that? You know
0: You're talking about illegals?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know what they were talking about, but they were very general. They just made a statement. Yeah. And the statement was, you know, could have been taken anywhere.
0: Yeah, let's remember that uh an immigrant is not necessarily an illegal. <laughs> illegal is illegal. Mm-hmm. Illegal. It means you're not. You're here without the right to be here. An immigrant is. My grandparents were immigrants, but they had the right to be here. I mean, they're Puerto Rican, so I guess that doesn't count. And, and I,
1: I really don't like to call them illegals.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, illegals but, is the word again. That's right, there's another soundbite. Illegal,
1: an ugly word, but it is what it is. Right. It's a, it's a soundbite. Refer- it's yeah. And overstayed your welcome. It's like if somebody comes to your house and doesn't leave. Or right. they came to your house and then hid in your basement after they told you they were leaving and they've been down there for six months
0: right it's just yeah it, it's it's not uh it's not the way to do it you know th- this is the greatest country in the world and it'll always be that to me and i don't have any uh uh hatred towards somebody wanting to come here nope. to make a better life because that's what my grandparents did i mean they were in puerto rico but still life there was not great for them so they came here to to the mainland and they created a life and they gave me and my, my uh, you know, my mom, a good life. And they gave all of us the opportunity to be here. And that's why I'm here now because of them. And I think that that whole, that there's a soundbite also that becomes a, a, a thorn in my, you know, in, in, in my side, because it's sort of like when somebody says, well, you know, well, he wants to get rid of all illegals. Oh, he wants to get, I mean, not illegal. He wants to get rid of all immigrants. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's such a stupid thing to say. You have no basis on that. And about the whole African-American thing, I, you know, for me, this is, like, I, I said this last in my last podcast, which I got some shit for, I said about Trump, I was like, listen, Trump has been in the public eye for 40 years that I remember. When I was a little kid, I saw this guy building hotels and all this crap. And I didn't like him. He was arrogant. I never
1: liked him either.
0: Yeah, he was arrogant, whatever. But one thing that never came out in all those years was racist. He was a racist. Connected to any racist groups. I saw pictures of him with uh, Jesse Jackson and and uh, what's the other guy? Um,
1: Al Sharpton. Al
0: Sharpton and all these guys. The- yeah, and I just thought to myself, well, where did this racist thing come from? You know, well, it came from the fact that he won and people hated that and they had to come up with something. So racism, you know, now he's he's a racist. So
1: Jackson gave him some uh, kudos, they had something like an an award yeah, for helping the black community and the inner city, uh, you know, with money. And yeah, there's a video,
0: there's a video circulating now of uh, him at the table with like, I don't know how many were on there. It was like 15 um, uh, African American uh, leaders,
1: yeah, I see it. I heard really
0: it. praising what what's happening now. Now, of course, again, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, this is this is all what's out there. Um, people, again, you make your own decision based on what you have researched. Um, but if you haven't researched, then you have no right to actually make a point because I think that that's where where it uh, where it really just um, you lose respect from a lot of people, especially. You know when somebody's out there really putting themselves out there, which I do. You know, what I mean, I, I and people know I put myself out there. There are people who, who wonder what the hell you just told me about somebody who's wondering what the hell, what's my deal, <laughs> sort of, yeah. sort of a thing. Somebody I've never met before, and so I put myself out there because I do have a voice, and I want I want to actually get my voice not just because of I want my voice out there, but I also want to give to open the doors for other people to feel comfortable enough to go out and express themselves, especially the minorities, because I grew up in the South Bronx. I grew up in the seventies and the eighties during one of the worst times of that community. I saw the worst of the worst. I've seen murders. I've seen people get shot. I've seen drugs kill people. I've seen the whole, the worst of of humanity um, during those times. So I have an appreciation for the life that I have right now. And for the opportunity that I've been given you know, to be able to to have this life and to be able to fight for it, the Democrats didn't give me this life. You know, the, the the Republicans didn't give me this life. You know, I I had to create this life. I had to fight for it. I had to find find my way, find my path. And there are a lot of people out there that are thinking that the political system is going to actually make their way. It's going to find find it. But it's you know, the Democrats the uh, the Democrats have been the leaders of the, uh, of the minorities for 50, 60 years. And if you go to Chicago right now, certain areas, and if you go to certain areas, actually, if you still go to the South Bronx to some areas, it's extremely rough. So I don't know when this is going to actually hit or when their plan is going to take place, but I'm willing to look at all sides at this point in my life because I am not a young man. I have two kids. Um, a wife and a responsibility to them to try to create the best future for them and if it means looking at both sides of the coin and finding a, a position that's going to help them i'm willing to put myself out there i'm i'm not afraid to to communicate my thoughts um, i am a registered democrat you know um, but like i said before i am looking at all sides at this point in my life because it's it's too important to not do that It's just way too important to not do that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. One of the other things sometimes that I think about that some people just, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I never liked Trump and, and so many of the things he does today really piss me off. I don't like his attitude and blah, 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 but at the same time, he is the president and he has the control to make, you know, he has the ability to make the country better. So what really burns me up are the people that just want him to fail. Even though if he fails, America fails. oh, we'll fix it in two years. I don't That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. I want him to succeed, especially Absolutely. on the world stage. You know there's a lot at stake. You got Russia, China, North Korea, all right you got everybody breathing down our backs, and he's doing stuff that a lot of presidents didn't do before. He's actually getting out there and meeting with these guys. Um, so I give him props for that. Whether we get the right outcome, you know, the, who knows what that is. But the best outcome for us, you know, yeah. I I need him to be successful and to listen to people say no. We don't want him to be successful is scary. Kind of un-American, if you ask me. To hear a person, even though he's you know got these things that you don't like about him, to say that we hope he fails because you're essentially saying you hope. The country fails.
0: It's yeah, it, it's almost as if they don't care about who will suffer if he fails, because if he fails, there are going to be people that suffer, yeah. you know, so it's sort of like saying, instead of saying, okay, what can I do to try to educate myself better, to try to make this a better situation? You know, the, the viewpoint is, let's hope he fails. <laughs> so then thousands if not millions will suffer and then we'll fix it when whoever comes in and, 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 and and runs for office again. You know, I think that that's just a responsibility. It's, it's sad. I do also feel that this whole hatred thing is close to an end. I think people are, have been really tired of it and scared. I mean, the whole movement with the, the whole walk away thing, it's such a, it's got to be a scary movement to the, the Democratic Party when I think about it. I think about those millions, I mean, maybe not millions, but from what I've seen, it looks like millions of people, of African-Americans and minorities just looking to to walk away from the Democratic Party. And And that's the hashtag, man. If you go on right now to Twitter and you go on and you hashtag walk away, you'd be shocked at how many people are actually just leaving the party because of the fact that there is this section, and that, again, I spoke about this last week. It's, the, it's the, not, I'm not gonna say it's a democratic party, but there is this this sect that came out of it. That is the, these uh, uh, liberal, um, um, so, yeah, socialist thinking, um, what, what are the hatred? Uh, what's the other word? It's, um, um, well, it's violent. There's this whole radical is what I wanted to say. These these radical uh, Democrats that kind of like really made it ugly to be Democrat. Like I I was, I'm actually like not, it was just ugly. Now that's not the Democratic Party that we remember from. That's not the Jimmy Carter Democrat. That's not the uh, Bill Clinton Democrats. You know, it's, this is like something else that has happened. uh, And I don't know if someone is behind it, if there's some other, political uh you know system behind it that actually
1: fuels it that might be the case i think that um they're opening their eyes democratic party starting to realize that they that who's leading them i'm not sure who's really leading them but some of them are leading them in the wrong direction and i think they're going to come back i think so you know because they can't survive this way with um i mean the country can't with all this hate you know, on both sides, but, um, but the messaging, I think that's what's wrong. Yeah. Trump, you know, we don't like some of his messaging, but we need the Democrats to step up because that's how this country was founded. You know, multiple party system. It's not just one party dominates. Everything can't be the Democrats dominating. Can't be the Republicans dominating. You know, everybody needs to get in there, but it has to be a good message. That's why, that's why Trump won this time. He didn't win cause he's this great guy. Nobody really liked the guy for the most part. He won because there was no better alternative.
0: Yeah, because Hillary, nobody liked Hillary.
1: <laughs> A lot of people didn't.
0: <laughs> you know, and, I liked
1: Bill. I wish it would have been Bill running.
0: I know, right? Bill's Bill was yeah. I
1: would have voted for Bill again.
0: But um, yeah, I think you had it was it was weird. You had two unlikable candidates, but one of them took the approach of attack, and the other one took the approach of trying to to rebuild and try to talk about you know uh, let's make america great again you know and that message just resonated more with like with the uh, hillary's message um russell brunson actually from ClickFunnels had a really interesting point in his book called um expert secrets and he talked about how all these political movements the uh the parties that won if you go back into the you can go into the and i don't remember what their slogans were all of them but If you go to the ones that won in the last uh 40 years the all the political parties that talked about the future that talked about doing something positive in the future they all won and the 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 ones that were talking about um you know past or going backwards or 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 fighting or something that had to do with more of an aggression they lost so like obama won with um um, what was Obama's, uh, big thing again? Um, yes, we can, right. It was a positive thing. Like, yes, we can, we can do something. We can change this. We can do better. Um, and then you, if you go back, you know, he has the whole thing listed out. His name is Russell Brunson. The book is expert secrets. Um, if you're interested in it, just uh, email me. I'll, I'll send you a, the link for it. Um, actually, if you go to my website, you can, you can buy the book for free. Actually, it's on, it's on my website, believe it or not um but it's at john soda.com so if that that's to me um his message was just a better message you have two people that are not really likable um overall um you know with two different messages and i think his message was just one that resonated more with with the the country and brought people out in a, in a different way you know in a different way he also used, um, social media. I know people get on his case because he tweets all the time and he tweets his thoughts, but I got, I got to be honest that that's one of the things that I actually do enjoy, even though some of the stuff that he writes, I'm like, wait, what, <laughs> how can you just say that? That's so shocking. He just said that, you know, but I'm almost like, kind of like <coughs> in, in awe or even respect of the, of the fact that, that, um that that he's able to actually do that you know and I, I think that it's an interesting um let me see i'm looking at something here because uh yeah
1: slogans of different presidents
0: so his president yeah so okay so hillary had um uh i'm with her see that I, that's about her right. and nothing to do right. with like the country you know and trump was make america great again you know and um Mitt Romney had Believe in America, which I also like. You know, Another
1: soundbite. America was never great.
0: Hope. Yeah. <laughs> America was never great. Somebody said that?
1: Yeah, that was one of the things. Oh that they God. would counteract Make America Great. They were saying, oh, America was always racist. America was never great.
0: Wow. Yeah, so uh, George W. Bush. Yes, America can. That was George W. Bush. And uh, who did he run against? Uh, I guess these are all Republican. No, these are all Al Gore was prosperity and progress.
1: Prosperity. That's a different message. That's a different message. Yeah, prosperity. We're not even, we're not even.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And actually, no, another message that he had was prosperity for Americans. It's written on Americans families. So that's something that uh, the Democratic Party doesn't really dive into too much (laughs) right now. But his uh, George W. Bush is uh, compassionate uh wait leave no child behind i was i guess these are all different types of slogans that they have yeah real plans for real people reform the results with results reform with results That's not bad anyway let me
1: see well, all the way back to the 1800s <laughs> so
0: look at it. you can actually go back and listen to this you know and here is bill clinton's which i think is great building a bridge to the 21st century That's looking right into the future. That's Bill Clinton. You know what I mean? But like, what is this? I'm with her. Are you seriously telling me that that is what you came up with? I'm with her and people are going to go stand behind that?
1: I think that was more of a sexist thing because they were saying because, you know, we wanted the first woman president. And it would
0: be fantastic when we get the right person to be the first.
1: I can't wait for a woman I can't
0: wait. It's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? But I'm with her is probably not going to be, hopefully, not their slogan. Should be something about maybe making America a really nice place to be. So, we're running into 27 minutes now of our podcast here. Um, Soto in trouble. I think probably I'll be in trouble again tomorrow. (laughs) I think this time I'm taking Frank down with me. Yeah, take
1: me down (laughs) the old road. I don't even want to (laughs) say.
0: So we're we're. We're open for any comments. Obviously, anyone listening to this could always uh, comment on on the uh, where I post this on all the different mediums that you can listen to the podcast. Um, You can actually also support this podcast if you like what we're doing here. Um, You can support it on my page. Um, Any any uh, donations will be accepted, and we will actually be able to go to more locations and do more things and. Um, expand the podcast in a positive way again this isn't a political uh, podcast this is more of what's going on around and just putting on the table all the different opinions and then just kind of like going through them and uh, shedding some light on on different ones and really just giving a voice to not just myself and now you know Frankie's here with me and but to all so just really everyone um, who doesn't have a voice, you know, because I was that kid in the South Bronx who didn't have a voice for a very, very long time. And I didn't get out of South Bronx until I was 24 years old, which is not a young man to be still living at home and and, and having that, that lifestyle. And, you know, I know that there are uh, young people out there. It's one of the reasons why I'm so involved in the South Bronx movement and with, with a couple of uh, different organizations over there, because I, I do think it's important that we, um, each of us find a, a platform that we can give to the to the younger, um, I don't want to say younger community, I want to say, and, I, and it's not even necessarily next young generation. people. Yeah, it's not. It, it's, you know, it, it is the next generation. But it's also the fact that there are people out there who are in their 40s that are still living that want, that want to get the hell out of, of that, of that mindset, you know, and maybe have something that changes them. You know, I like Gary Vaynerchuk because if Gary V does videos specifically for like the 50 year old, for the 60 right. year old, right. for the 40 year old, because, you know, we're all in a certain position that, you know, we want certain, certain things in our lives. And if, if we're not happy, something can be done about it, which is number one in my, on my actions um and i think that it's important for us to really find that and if we have a message to give out there it's important for us to get it out there so um anyway so that's that's just what what it is i hope you will support us um you can go on to my facebook page soto in trouble podcast also on facebook as well as uh, itunes um my podcast is on anchor if you want to go listen to it on anchor you can go there and um support the the podcast so thank you very much for listening I want to thank frank maglio for joining me today this morning at eleven we're wrapping
1: up i just want to say one thing quickly um i have nothing against democrats or republicans <laughs> or conservatives i love everybody i love everybody <laughs> as a person i was a lifelong democrat yeah um but recently i was not recognizing my party anymore so i started Paying more attention before I paid attention, you know, uh, to the news, and it it just didn't seem to be the same party. I recently started listening to some other people to get their perspectives and actually listening to the candidates. You know, I've been following uh, Candace Owens a little bit at Real Candace Owens. She's a young person. She's a young black woman who's got this freaking crazy following. perspective and and a following. You know, she just came out of nowhere and she makes sense. So this. And there's a lot of people out there that make you think, and on both sides, there's some good, you know, some good solid people. But we need answers, and you need to know for sure that what you're hearing is true, not just somebody's opinion. You know, if you hear something about somebody, go there's video everywhere. Go find the video and listen to it come out of their own mouth. Yeah, you know, and not just a soundbite of it. Yeah, listen sound bites,
0: sound, sound bites are dead. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to make that our, uh, our um the name of this podcast. I was going to, I was going to call it something else. Soundbites. Soundbites. soundbites bites are dead. Don't give me no soundbites. I'll do something. I'll do, I'll try to come up with something. What is a soundbite
1: for those of you that don't know? what
0: a Soundbite is, is, uh, is, um, a series of words put together to invoke some type of a concept of something. And it's not necessarily true. It's not necessarily a lie. It is put together on purpose. To create, to invoke something, to they invoke an emotion, uh, a feeling of something like uh, wh- uh, white privilege. Well, white privilege is a soundbite because it means nothing. and But yet it comes in with this uh, this whole uh, connotation of a uh, racist. It, it, it comes with racism. Obama behind it. was
1: black when he won the presidency. And trust me, white people voted for him.
0: A lot of white people. But he wouldn't have won. The majority is still white. <laughs> yeah, so white privilege is not a uh, thing. Not a not thing. To say it doesn't
1: exist. We know it does, but you can't use it as a, as a whole.
0: It's not an argument, argument yeah, it's though. Not an argument. It's not an argument. It's a soundbite. Yeah. It's a very cute thing to say. I appreciate it. but You got to come up with more. Anyway, we're um, approaching 32 minutes. I want to thank you if you hung around this long. Thank you so much. Like I said, please support our uh, our podcast here. And... We will talk to you again very, very soon. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week ahead. And um, remember that your opinion matters. It's important for you to get it out there. Thanks. Peace.